Welcome to our Lead to Succeed podcast, where we share leadership and business growth insights, both from our own experiences and that of our guests. We're the hosts. I'm Rebecca Jenkins, founder of Argen, helping companies to grow by finding, gaining and growing the best clients. And I'm Callum, sharing my perspectives from both being an entrepreneur and working in a variety of different companies. Whether you lead a team or a business, you'll find practical tips, inspirational insights and ideas as we discuss a wide range of leadership topics. So with that, here's today's episode. Hi, Kieran. We are delighted to have you on our podcast today. This is Kieran Windsor. Now, Kieran is the founder of Business Builder and he's supporting leaders primarily in the professional services sector. So I know that Kieran has a background working in law firms. So he's bringing that expertise and knowledge to help people to grow their businesses. So a big welcome to you, Kieran. Perhaps you'd just like to do a brief introduction. Yeah, thanks very much. Lovely to be here and uh, be with you both. Um, Yeah, so my background is professional services. I'm a sort of insurance broker by my professional background, sandwiched around running my own business in event management. Um, So I've got a really diverse experience uh, working with SME businesses and then with professionals since 2008, including predominantly accountants and lawyers. Um, And then I did a stint uh, in the last few years where we spent a lot of time working together uh, with a decent sized regional law firm in the Bristol area. Um, so working from a different perspective, it sort of seeing the, the day-to-day workings and operations of what a law firm looks like from the inside. And since then I've decided to start Business Builder. And the whole premise of that is to help professionals and leaders in law firms to grow their businesses um, and define the difference between what a law firm maybe has looked like in the past to what a business looking law firm will look like in the future. As we both know lots of changes in the industry or in that sector. Yeah Um, absolutely. Awesome well it's a pleasure to have you on the the podcast again thanks very much for joining us and I guess a a sort of quick question to to start things off Um, either from sort of your experience in working in law firms in the past and sort of leaders you've maybe been around there or now kind of running your own business and sort of leading that yourself. What would you say is like one of the best examples of leadership, um, best examples of leadership that you've seen is? In terms of a personal level? In, in, in yeah, so in terms of maybe someone, maybe someone that you've worked with that you've sort of looked up to and thought, you know, that was a really great example of leadership or kind of how you sort of lead your business moving forwards and, and working with others as well. Yeah, I think um, it's specific examples of leadership are, can be quite difficult to come by. Uh, actually, because they just kind of happen and we experience them as something that's positive. Um, and often with those things, because it's how it should happen, it doesn't stand out in our minds. It just kind of flows really nicely. I think that's the beauty of what good, le- good leadership leaves us with, is it feel- makes us just feel like it's something to be happening. Um, whereas actually we're more likely to be consciously aware of what bad leadership feels like, because it, the negative emotional attachment to that is it stands out more in in our heads um so i I think we've probably all experienced plenty of bad (laughs) bad leadership but i've been very fortunate in my time actually that with all of that to have come across quite a number of people who are really strong leaders both in the professional services sector and outside of that and they all show very similar traits that i can only say leave me with this real sense of empowerment and that I have 
my contribution to whatever that given situation was uh, is incredibly important and value towards the bigger picture. That's the sense I get. What would you say, if you could just kind of hone those down into three or three or four key things? I mean, you talked about feeling valued, and I agree, that's an important aspect of it. You want to feel that you're making a contribution. What else would you add to that, Kieran, to say makes you makes a good leader? Yeah, good question. Um, it, narrowing it down, as you, as you know, is quite tricky because there are so many different elements of it, but there are a few that stood out to me. The, the, the first one that comes to mind is about listening. And we're, we're often taught with a sales background or business development background about the, the art of two ears and one mouth and listening in proportion, proportionally to that. And I think that's a real trait that comes through into good leadership. Um, the ability to be quiet, listen to other people's perspectives and really embrace that in a way that helps you to make better decisions. I think that's, that's my first one. Second one is about being humble. Um, and that's attached to the to sort of ego. Uh, and uh, I see, you know, you're both smiling at that one. So I think hopefully that resonates with you as well. But I guess this is about stepping out of the, whatever position we're in, a level of seniority in, in any business. We all have a role to play as a leader. And we need to step outside of our own ego, our own level of seniority and our own levels of responsibility and allow other people to flourish um, so that they have the opportunity to learn from the situation that you're all in together. And that can be quite I've seen quite difficult for leaders in the past um, where authority, seniority and responsibility tend to rise to the top rather than actually I can step out of that and sit alongside or even behind the group of people that I'm trying to lead. So I think being humble is really important. And the last one um, is all about vision. And I know this is something that we've talked about before and it's I, find I think this is really powerful in leadership but to be able to see beyond the given situation and look at what the bigger picture is um, at any given time is really is is really powerful and I think leaders it's a trait maybe a skill but it's certainly I think a responsibility of theirs to be able to maintain sight of what the bigger vision is and apply it to that situation and that can be a skill that uh, can be tricky to come by, but I think it's it's really important that every, all of these little elements of communication or interaction that leaders have with people around them are contributing to a bigger overall goal uh, and vision for their business or for that group or for, for the outcome for that situation. Um, and what I noticed after thinking about these is that there's a theme here that leadership for me is very much about other people and not about the leader at all. Awesome, cheers, Kate. And I think I would agree with a lot of those points you said. I think um, something that comes up time and time again is, is like listening and just actually you know, actively listening and taking on board like what people say. Again, as you said, kind of like having that vision, leading the team as like where the direction that you want to go in the business, the team, whatever it might be. And then also sort of being humble and I guess sort of putting people ahead of your own personal self-development, I think. Um, so I guess I'd be curious to, to hear how just in sort of like in terms of like a practical sense, obviously a lot of the work you're doing is like with, with law firms, which I guess in some regard is sort of quite a traditional kind of, of industry. 
How do you think um, leaders, especially like in times at the moment where we're in like COVID, a lot of people are like remote working from home and that sort of thing. Just be curious to get your thoughts. How do you think like leaders can kind of continue to set that vision for their team when perhaps, you know, it's a little bit harder to do at the moment when everyone's kind of like remote and working in different parts of the world? That, that's a really good question. That's like a, that's almost <laughs> like a silver bullet answer, isn't it? That would be, you could, if you could bottle that, you know, you could <laughs> sell it for a lot of money over and over and over again. Um, and, and a really great question. You know, I think, I think it's really tricky. I think certainly the circumstances that we're in with remote working um, have proved that leading is difficult. I think leader, leading is quite a hands-on um, skill to have and to be able to demonstrate good leadership is about that, is demonstrating it. And in this kind of 2D world that we're in now through, through Zoom and Teams and God knows what all the other platforms are, you know that can be that can be difficult to get across but i think from certainly if you're in a new business that started in and around lockdown impressing good leadership is is tricky i'd like to think for businesses that have been in existence before lockdown that that leadership style the leadership the sense of um communication between the leaders and the people being led um are, are already in place and so it's a case of just kind of keeping that ticking over through through consistent and regular communication to them. I think those skills can still come through. Um, and, in, and in law firms in particular, you know, I think in, in lots of different businesses, not just law firms, there's a certain style of personality that that, that sits in certain areas. And, um, you know, if you've gone through three years or four years of university and then however many years two three years of training and then you know you're stepping up through that ladder it's really honing down on the expertise element and you know leadership is not necessarily that something that comes alongside that training uh, so stepping out of that expertise area where we're all in the service sector trying to help other people all the time and please them and deliver that high quality stepping out of that and thinking about others around us can be can be difficult but i think it's i think it's achievable but you're right more difficult at, at the at the moment when we're when we're not in contact with each other nice. I'd, like, I'd like to talk about the um the humble aspects of leadership Kieran, because i feel it's kind of a new style of leadership mm. do you think it's akin to the servant style of leader that's question one or do you think it's something different? Well, that's that, that's really tricky. I, I I don't think it is the same as servant leadership. Actually, I think it's just about a, I think it's more about approach rather than delivery of it. Um, and it's about moving away from. There's this historical debate around the difference between management and leadership, and I think that that's being humble is, and having a focus on the other person, if you like. Is, is one of the most important parts of being able to do that. So management is all about me and what I want out of any given circumstance and leadership is all about them. And that's where I think being humble comes in. So how do you think you can, I mean, you're working with businesses, how do you think you can help leaders who maybe have more of a traditional style of leadership think about being more humble thinking about putting their team first because i think it can be as, as we've said fairly traditional in some professional services businesses 
And it's about making that shift and helping them to see what the benefits might be of making that shift. How do you think you would you would go about doing that? That's that's a very <laughs> a very good question. Um, I think it's about trial and error in some ways. In, in many ways, the the beauty is for in professional services, particularly where there's this hierarchical um, situation where it's like a natural career progression, and it tends to come with titles and it tends to come with age and experience rather than necessarily ability or aptitude, uh, you know, or skill set uh, in terms of how well you do. I think it comes from uh, leaders in the sense of senior people within firms really opening their eyes up to the possibility of doing something slightly differently and looking at other professional services that might be seen to be a little bit more commercial, perhaps, or even actually commercial businesses completely outside of professional services to see how they do it. And the beauty of when they do is that there's this real sense of empowerment that comes around the team and ideas and thoughts and positive communication and all sorts of positivity that comes from that when, the, when they open it up, but they can only come from trying it once. And so there has to be some way of showing uh, someone in a leadership position what that might look like I think the only way to do that is to show them how it works elsewhere. I've got a quick question off the back of that here. And I think um, you sort of touched on it a bit there about saying like a law firm, you know, I guess leaders within the business are typically those are sort of maybe like higher up the ranks or a title or like a, the experience they have and that sort of thing. And what we've got often talk about on this podcast is I guess like leadership, not necessarily like being a title as such or kind of like anyone has the ability to be a leader. And I saw something on LinkedIn the other day and someone was sharing something about leadership being like more of a, a mindset rather than like a role or a specific title. Um, so this is quite a vague question, but I'd just be curious to sort of like get your thoughts on sort of that like whole topic. Oh, great. So you're going to, so such a vague question, it's not even really a question. <laughs> yeah, I guess what, 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 what do you think about leadership being a more of like a mindset and anyone being a leader versus yeah. it being like a specific role or title? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I think we, we I, I do exactly the same thing and I would call senior people within businesses, whether they're professional services or not leaders, because essentially they're at the forefront of what they're trying to achieve in their business, have more responsibility, they have more ability to, you know, to take the business in the direction that, that they as the senior people want it to go in. But I think that's a bit of a fallacy actually um, you know, leader is not a, a business, it's not a title, it's not a role that, you know, I aspire to be. I'm not going to be the leader of the marketing team, for example. Um, and so you're right, it's all about mindset It's and it's all about skill set. And it is a skill that can be learned. You know, I, I firmly believe that whether it's nature or nurture is, is, is another debate. You know, the management versus leadership debate, they sit alongside each other, I think. But I think it can be learned. Because if we go back to what we were talking about earlier, listening, we can learn how to listen better. We can learn how to, how to behave in a humble way. If, even if it doesn't necessarily come naturally, we can learn the behaviours by seeing other people doing it and apply that to how we operate with the people around us. Um, so, yeah, skill set, mindset, 
it's definitely not a role um and i think it's misattributed to people who are who are in senior positions you're, you're dead right i think everyone at every every level of every business everywhere can demonstrate leadership qualities but it's up to senior people to empower junior people to understand that and believe it and most importantly act on it so that when someone comes to you with an idea or a thought or a challenge or a problem that you're open to hearing it you're open to you know deciding with them what we might be able to do about it um and really demonstrate that in in the way that you interact with them because that's showing them the way you can't just tell someone to be a good leader it doesn't work uh, i think the thing you would probably add to that possibly is that once you've listened to somebody uh, you then give them the feedback as to why you think that was a good idea or not a good idea or how it's going to be progressed or not it's closing that loop isn't it yeah, quite right. I mean, it's a, it's a learning opportunity, isn't it? I think yeah. every, every interaction has to be a learning opportunity, but it, it but it's for both parties. And it, very often, it's seen that the senior person is sees it as an opportunity for the junior person to learn from them, and not the other way round. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a missed opportunity for for anyone that's operating in that way. Kieran, would you be happy to share a big challenge that you faced as a leader and how you overcame it? Because we know this is what people like to hear about because it could be a challenge that they're currently facing or they're going through and it could be something to inspire them and to encourage them and just how you dealt with it personally and how you came through it or maybe how you helped somebody else come through a big challenge. Yeah, I mean, uh, thinking about this, the, the, the biggest challenge I think I've ever faced was when I started my business first time round and we we got to a stage where we were winning clients um and then foot and mouth broke out and and completely obliterated what was essentially our sort of our dream <laughs> for, for building this company in event management um and that was very very difficult to to get my head around because we'd had just enough of a sniff of success to believe that what we thought was a good idea was actually going to be something we could achieve um, and then to have that rug pulled out from under our from under our feet is was was really difficult um, and it took me a while actually to work out what to do next and I think the easy thing in those situations would be to just give up frankly um, you know that you go back to what you know say actually I tried it you know I gave it a good old go and you know maybe it's just not for me you know the universe is telling me that this isn't it's not for me and I just got to get a job again and of course there are so many similarities between that and where we are with uh, with Covid and, and lockdown it's just that uh, when foot and mouth broke out farmers and other people associated to the outdoors including us doing outdoor pursuits and event management were affected and most other people weren't apart from on a personal level whereas now everyone's affected <laughs> so everyone's feeling the same a similar pinch but really had to dig deep you know and and taking time to reflect on what really was important and and finding a sense of belief um was was really integral 
and we turned the whole business around. You know, I, I had to learn how to build a website um, in 1999, year 2000. That's not an easy thing to do, I can assure you. Um, and, you know, completely repivot the business model. I think whilst we didn't have, you know, hordes of employees at that time, so a very small startup business, so there weren't that many people to lead. I certainly learned a lot about what good leadership looks like. We had to really have a good hard look at ourselves and, and what we wanted to do in order to be able to pivot that around and go and you know start again and keep going driving towards that vision i was talking about earlier on and as soon as we did that it started to demonstrate the more leadership qualities the belief that we had and listened to other people and took on board other people's ideas and you know glued or started to glue all of that together a really great business came out of it and, that, and that's still running today. I think there's something in what you said about leading yourself. You have to take responsibility for that first and foremost. Yeah, I, th I, th I think it's really important. You know, we have to, there, there are so many phrases about, you know, you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first before you help other people or whatever you use. We talked about cliches before we came on. They're, they're so true. Um, but I, I really think with a leadership skill, the first thing to do is take a, a really good hard look at ourselves, what we do, how we behave, how we'd like to behave. One of the things I advocate for in leaders is looking at other lead, people that we believe demonstrate strong leadership skills and learn from them. That's a good question for me, Kerry. Obviously, you know, you've, you've gone down the road of, of running your own business a couple of times um, and you've sort of had those challenges and bounced back and moved forward from them. So do you have any sort of uh, like role models you look up to either in like a business and entrepreneurial kind of sense or like a leadership sort of sense that you sort of admire that's kind of inspired you to go down that route? And I guess sort of if so, like what is it about them in particular that you, you admire or feel inspired from? Oh, that's a great question. After, after say, just saying that um, I recommend that other people find someone to, to seek inspiration from, <laughs> I don't really have anyone. I mean, there's the typical sort of Bransons of the world who, you know, having read his story and going through challenges and just, and just being continually inspirational and highly motivated and de really demonstrating those leadership qualities that draw people to him you know, and going through that journey. I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek, for example. I think he speaks a lot of sense. Um, and in, in many ways, what Simon does is doesn't portray himself to be the expert. I think this is quite, quite close to what we were talking about earlier on, being humble and it's all about other people. He doesn't portray himself to be the expert on this. He's become an expert on it because he's listened to other people's expert stories. He's investigated other areas where leadership is really effectively demonstrated and then bought that knowledge and delivered it in, in a really eloquent, simple way for other people to be able to understand what's, bit, what's actually happening there, the qualities and skill sets that are being demonstrated and what the positive impact is as a result of that demonstration. Um, so I th I'm, a, I'm a big admirer of him and uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind um, being seen as someone like that in the future. Well, I mean, that's great to hear. And uh, what three pieces of advice would you give Kieran to somebody stepping into a leadership role? Maybe think of it from a perspective, what would I tell my younger self about leadership from what I know now? 
Oh wow, yeah, that's 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 a really good perspective. It's I, I always see that as a bit of a double-edged sword. That, that, you know, what would you go back and tell your younger self to do? You know, I think we can't do that. So there's a certain amount of healthy uh, sort of exercise in going back and saying, well, what 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 would I do differently if I could do it again? But really, then how do I apply that today? And how can I influence other people to do that? better if they're really early on in their journey I guess rather than oh goodness me I did that terribly and you know if you get into a self-flagellation issue about you know chastising yourself for not doing it right in the first place can be a bit unhealthy uh, I mentioned it a moment ago the, the first thing I would do is find other people that you admire I think that's really really important even if you don't know why you admire them you know what what are they doing what are their behaviors how do they interact with other people you know Look at the look at the people that they're interacting with and assess their emotional reaction to it. Why are they reacting in that way to that person? And then try to emulate that. You know, look into it, see what those behaviours are. Try to try to bring those skills into into what you're doing today. I think the second thing for me is about values. We talked about vision earlier on and. You know these are really important to me but I think values are incredibly important and again this is about introspection all of our all of our mindset and and behaviors are built around our value set so you know if if we just tend to do things I think as humans we're kind of doing them and we're not really sure why we're doing them and those people who have taken the time to to look inwardly and, and understand a little bit more about where their behaviors are coming from and um, what, what they're influenced by and what their what their core values are, what's really important to them. I think that's absolutely imperative. And for leaders, I think that's a really good first step. You know, what are my motivators and, and why? And then how does that reflect in my day-to-day -day activities? And the third one, which I don't know whether this is a difficult thing to do or not. I think some people find it very difficult, but it's allowing other people to shine. Uh, I was really fortunate in my in my business in the event management company. We did a lot of team building exercise as well as doing fun sort of shooting and quad biking and all the, all the all the fun stuff outdoors. We also did some quite serious bits and pieces with some pretty large organisations. And in those team building environments, it was they were designed to, I guess, test or assess or allow people to experience what it's like to be a leader and encouraging people of all types, all levels of seniority to work with each other. One of the most difficult things I think senior people found to do was to step away and allow others the space to come up with solutions or ideas even, not even solutions, but just the ideas on how to approach a situation that might lead to a positive outcome. And so seeing other people doing it well and seeing other people doing it really badly <laughs> was really useful for me. And after a little while, I was able to kind of through osmosis absorb some of that and say, actually, these are the, I see this. Allowing other people to say their piece, to allow them to come up with the right idea or the best idea or the worst idea, it doesn't really matter, is, is really important, I think. Nice. I think that goes back to the whole idea, doesn't it, of kind of empowering other people, putting the self-development of others sort of first kind of beyond beyond your own and sort of helping them sort of really develop and uh, kind of 
become a step into like a more of a leadership role themselves i guess yeah so as we uh, as we move on to the, like the last part of the podcast here we've got a few minutes left um you know as we said at the start we like to give a bit of time back to our guests and sort of share anything that they've got going on in, in their world whether that be work or personal related whatever it might be um so yeah a few minutes over to you Ken, if there's anything you want to sort of share with your guests anything that's kind of coming up in the in your world thanks very much i mean i I'll just summarise what we talked. I think empathy is probably the way I would summarise the whole the whole of what we talked about. If we can demonstrate, if we can dem- demonstrate some empathy, I mean, I didn't really, I wasn't even aware of it until my mid thirties. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about ten years into working out what this weird feeling is about, you know, putting other people first. But I think that summarises the what we talked about. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, thank you. Pr- professionally, you know, I'm really excited. I'm uh, business builder is a really exciting prospect for me. I've been working with law firms, as Rebecca said, for um, 13 years, I think now it's quite a long time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I th- one of the things I know that uh, really good inspirational firms have benefited from is having help from outside of the sector. Um, and I know I've really enjoyed working as someone who's not a lawyer in the legal sector. Um, and I know that the, the law firms I've worked with have really benefited from that. So I'm really enjoying that. Really excited about going back into the in, into the into the legal sector and offering a different perspective from my background into them, so that they can absorb that. And hopefully, we can go and build some great businesses together. And I do that in a few ways. That I, I coach people, so that's more of a one-to-one interaction, a little bit more res- uh, responding to whatever the given situation is. Have a big sort of skeleton of where we're trying to get to but it's very much situational um, accountability and support and mentorship or challenge if that's what they need Um, I do I do another service which non-exec director which you'd be perfectly familiar with so if someone wants a slightly more formal arrangement to come in and offer again that non-legal perspective at a board level within their firm and one of the other things I'm most excited about is my business builder program, which is a six month weekly um, step program to go and build a, a really effective business plan. And this is no sort of um, no new news to anybody, but I think there are three elements to, to building a good business. And that is getting our strategy right. That's around our purpose and our vision and our values. And what are we trying to do and why? And then build a really good plan that we think is going to reflect that. It's actually something that we can put into effect that's going to go and deliver against that. And once we start that we're de- we believe that we're that that plan is in place, we need to go and deliver it. And that's about marketing and sales and actually, you know, converting great, great ideas and processes into actual something that makes us some money and, and monitoring that and running the metrics behind it. So I'm really excited about that program. And outside of that, um, you, you, you know that my partner Kate Strong has just achieved three world records in static cycling and that was an amazing experience really proud to be uh, to lead the operations for that and very grateful that we delivered <laughs> against it so that's a tick in the box for me personally um, and it's actually part of her training program to go and do some amazing challenges She's doing 3,000 mile race on a bike across America, then swimming the channel and then climbing Everest all in 12 months period of each other starting in 2023. Um, and I have got the unenviable role of uh, being operations manager for all of that and, and hopefully delivering a, a really positive result in, in three of the most extreme physical endurance tests that anyone can put them through. 
And if she does that, she'll be the first person in the world to do all three. That is incredible. Talking, so the... about, talking about learning how to be a good leader. Uh, I've got a lot to learn over the next few years. <laughs> Sitting alongside what I do professionally, that's going to be, I'm really looking forward to being able to learn how to apply one into the other and vice versa. Well, you have set out a big vision there, Kieran, <laughs> on both business and personal fronts. So go big we, or go home. <laughs> exactly. We wish you every success with that. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Kieran. Thanks very much, Pat. Thank you very much for everything you shared. And uh, yeah, I think uh, what you shared at the end is uh, yeah, you know, very inspirational and definitely, um, yeah, definitely motivating for others listening to it. So it's been a pleasure to have you on and thanks very much for your thoughts. You're very welcome. It's always lovely to speak to you both. Thank you, Kieran. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted your leadership. And if any of these concepts resonate with you and you'd like to find out more about leadership and business growth, go to the RGM website, rjen.co.uk.